Hey guys, welcome back to Unravel with Nogutula Kwela. Firstly, I'd like to say I am elated by the response from the first episode. And I have decided that I actually continue with the topic that I discussed in Zolo on EP1. So basically, what I want to unpack on the on this podcast is the impact of social media that it has had on high-end prostitution. So there was a time when I actually came across a video of a woman. The guy was um, taking a dump on on her mouth, guys. Like yo, I, I can't I, I can't even like speak on this guy. Say like my facial expression just does the most, but. Um, basically, that's the life that uh, slay queens have to um, experience when they go to your Dubai's and they post in their LVs and they hear Efigeni, etc., etc. So basically, um, that lady got two hundred thousand rands from that experience. So for me, you like it really, it really tore my heart into pieces. Because I was thinking of my dignity, Uguti, um, even Noma, people can't see my face. Like me having to look at myself in the mirror, knowing Uguti, I experienced to get this much money, guys. Yo, maybe, maybe, maybe people don't have souls out there, or maybe people don't have spirits. But yo, it was, it was very bothering for me. Like, yo. Yeah, I, I do think to some extent, where Nogzi, um, we do we do lose our sense of self and sense of self-respect when we are chasing all these material yeah. things. And most of the time, yeah. when a person is paying for your stay or paying for yeah. your your groove as such they they can choose to do whatever they do with you um when we're looking into the history of slavery it's basically that the master had to beat you and sleep with your wife um because you were eating from his pot anyway so now it's kind of has escalated into the entertainment industry where these guys who are blessers are doing anything they want to do with the slave queens. And since they're paying for your stay or have paid for you to be in Dubai, they can choose to yeah. do whatever they used to do with, 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 mm-hmm. with you. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, so basically, um, are, are you saying, Wuti, in Mali, it gives uh, people a band to ownership over a band, a band. Is that what you're saying? Let's start by asking ourselves. What is the guy getting in return for paying you to go with to Dubai? If he has a wife, maybe, or he if he can actually pay for the girls in Dubai, they probably are women in Dubai. Why is he paying you for that trip? He wants an exotic experience, I think. Exotic experience. Uh, yeah. I think... We should we should maybe try to explore then what is my contribution in this exoticness of the experience <laughs> if you cannot find yourself contributing as a woman right and i do think ladies miss this point when we black people are used to the idea of just coming to 
like um, celebrations without paying for their stay when they come. And they think the same applies when you go into blesser and entertainment world. No, it's different. He actually can choose what he wants to do with you. And he can come and take the car from you, can chase you out of the apartment, take the iPhone, and actually go to an extent of pooping in your mouth as you saw. So um, it makes it hard for for the the blessee to 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 bounce back from such. I think it's so demeaning. Like yo, wow. It's 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 yeah. Your sense of self. Your soul literally leaves your body exactly. when that happens. That, that is the exact thing. That is the ex- it's like dying, ne? You know, um, they say some people, yeah. some people are dead alive. I think it's one of those things. Yeah. And what what actually what actually happens is that you are you you know what? There's this article that I actually read and the podcast I was listening to, they're like, we so disconnected from our bodies that we let anyone do anything they wish to do with our bodies. They can have... And there's this story of this girl whom a friend actually invited to a party in Pretoria that this Nigerian friend of hers was hosting. And when they got there, this guy took them for a shopping and they went to shop and it was all nice. And the friend... They were yeah, so excited. Yeah. Then they bought their mwe. They went to have drinks. When they had drinks, and I think the guys just started saying, you know what, um, you know after buying this, what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. And then he obviously had yeah. sex with uh, both of them. And because he was alone, the friend, the, the, the Nigerian guy, he had sex with both the yeah. girls. Obviously, the girl brought a friend with who was a girl as well. Um so, yeah, so after yeah. that, that guy went and actually invited his friends. So his friends did their way like with these girls and he went and fetched more. Have you seen how how much group of Nigerian can be? Normally they hang around in groups. Yeah. yeah. It was like, yeah, it was like a lot of them. Yeah. Obviously everyone come with their pace when they are coming to sleep with these people. And oh, yeah, and this girl was literally was literally shocked, and she did not have money. She had her phone, and I think when the mm-hmm. the fourth groom came, the fourth group came through. She actually it was around about eight. She didn't have money for Uber from Pretoria to Soweto. How are you going to get to? Wow. And she went literally. So she had to go to one of these government next to one of these government buildings to access free Wi-Fi and requested an Uber. When the Uber came through, she actually told this Uber guy when the guy is actually the one who was telling the story and say, I'm shocked at what these girls go through. Yeah, um sorry. Speaking of that, um, Elijah, um, like you don't see anything wrong when you're doing that as as a as a girl, 
um, who's going out to party because you've become so accustomed to people doing things for you. So from here, um, I am actually putting myself in the situation because I've I've been in in that type of predicament whereby we step out as females, as guys who do not have money, and we we hoping someone. Um, saves us or saves our nights type of thing and i feel like that automatically puts you at risk literally because you're you're exposed to any form of vulnerability like guys will never do that i haven't i've never seen a guy who goes out with other guys without having at least just for one court or even entrance fee no, there's a there's a huge um, lack of self love in that action. I feel like when I recollect my memory, I'm just like, girl, you didn't love yourself when you did that, and it makes a lot of sense. Like where I am now at my big age, I don't see myself doing such. A don't thing. be hard on yourself. I do think that when you know better, you do better, and I appreciate you for having this kind of platform because then those little girls will know that this is not a way to go about life. You got to figure your stuff first. And with you, that's the information you had. I mean, imagine when you're cooking and you don't know how to cook. You prepare according to what your mind tells you at that time, right? Similarly, when you go out into this world, you see this guy with a huge car and he's telling you like, listen, I'll do everything for you. And you, you sure believe him. I mean, you think that people are still nice out there, but no, you don't know the game. No, you don't know the game before you know it, you're already in it. And by the time you attempt to come out, you're already sold into the lifestyle of it all. Then that's what keeps you in there. Yeah. Mm, you deep, deep, that's what keeps you in there yeah yeah absolutely and um i I actually want to mention how um some things are actually orchestrated in the restaurants like you know how for example let's say a a guy from Joburg, for example comes to bourbon um he takes unoktor and be like bring bring friends over obviously i'm with the boys i'm not alone so um i feel like i'm a restaurant have become like the e- e- center of um of hooking people up because from there people have drinks and then they go have sex and then with some waitrons um Utolugusa guy stocks interest in a female i think i'm to give it to that chick type of thing or i'm paying for their bill once you pay for their bill they get excited and then i'm falling it back because now it shows guy rice type of thing you know they need to be called out restaurant managers need to not promote this kind of this kind of energy i mean what why what makes it okay for them to to contribute into this kind of social destruction things because yeah, yeah. to some extent so you're conniving you're literally promoting it. If they're going to rape or rather do anything to the girls that you actually said, these strings are from that guy because we're no funny tip. It's a problem. It's a problem. Hmm. It's problematic. Oh my gosh. Speaking of um, problematic things, it's so problematic to be a light skinned woman that's got a bum because your friends back Daisa. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, like they sell you out. Like it's either they're gonna sell you out for a room to sleep during July weekend, or they're gonna sell you out for drinks at the club. 
Yo, it's rogue out here. Wow, the story of Sarah Bartman, eh? The story of Sarah ah! Bartman. Literally. <laughs> the story of Sarki. The story of Sarki. It's 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 a bit weird how history repeats itself. Uh-huh. Mm. But this time is your wow. friends who are cashing you up. I know, I know. Like, you know, as the years went by, I had to sift all of that nonsense. Yeah. Because you also, yeah, you, you also begin to like grow and obviously you think differently. You're just like, I, I can't be um I'm trying to think of the term where they use they're like take one for the team type of thing yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but similarly guys use each other as well do you know that even guys use wow. each other let me say for instance it's, it's, a, it's a bit low tone though it's not destructive as yours guys what happens with guys okay. is that they so this is what they do you find that the guy next to you is a friend or few of them they need uh, some girls and there is this girl who isn't like up to the standard um, and yeah. they're like no take one for the team so you're literally going ah. to because Moba, you find that they can't live without her you understand then you end up just yeah you just end up taking her then the guys having those those other ones yeah 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 have you um have you heard of the hockey club? No, I'm actually interested and actually excited <laughs> to hear about the hockey club. <laughs> so um, I was doing my research uh, earlier, and on News Twenty Four, I came across an article which is about um, an author. Her name is O Jackie Pamodze. She wrote um, a book titled "Bear the Blitzer Game." So she mentioned uh, being gang gang raped, <laughs> being gang raped by influential men, um, inverted commas, your politicians type of men. And she mentioned something along the lines of Ogoti, the joining fee for for this hockey club is thirty thousand rands. Imagine. So basically, um, there's orgies, and you cannot say no to people doing whatever they want to do to your body. Um, and then something interesting as well. Someone um, actually made a comment, or sent me a direct message. Eti, Kona, a prostitution doctor. It's called um, Get Rich or Die Trying. So basically, it's in the Stockfell Kona Avant Bisli Sanabis Fazan. So um, how the Stockfell works is that, uh, for example, um, a gang of men will go visit a female and they all have sex with her at the same time. And then they pay her 200 rands each. And then um, it rotates whereby a female goes to um, a gang of guys. And yeah. Oh. Whereby female, females, females go to a guy and they have sex with him mom coquette 200 rands each how wild oh my word this is happening yep. in south africa yep in our land <laughs> oh my word what have we reduced ourselves to though that's that's a good question like who are we this hypersexualization of everything this constant horniness where everybody is constantly copulating and i feel like people people um take they take sex very lightly i feel like um sex is a spiritual thing like there's something called soul ties like when you sleep with someone you you guys explain more yeah so you know i mean i'm 
I'm not bashing anyone who's living like that, but those are things to consider because um, in the spiritual world, they actually hinder our progress. So I've, I've read and heard. I actually always ask myself, what is it that we are feeding? Because it seems like with these sexual endeavors that are like so tantamount, you ask yourself, what is it that you're feeding in you? Because it needs, and it eats more and more, the more you feed it. But you know what? Yeah. Yeah. To some extent, I do know that yeah. 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 this lack of relationship with ourselves, which is actually very heightened by this lockdown, because people, people are not, they're not in a relationship with themselves at all. Hence, they want the lockdown to end so that they can go into these hockey clubs and all these crazy things. Yeah. Escape from themselves with all this sexual... And maybe it's because of lack of purpose. If you're not living a purposeful life, anything can take you there. Oh, absolutely. 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 I think I think you nailed it there. It, it definitely is a lack of purpose. And because I can't say it's loneliness because after you sleep with someone, you still feel lonely. Like, you feel more lonely, actually. <laughs> more lonely because that sex wasn't, it wasn't like passionate. It was just, I don't know, like you guys were just smashing and you probably don't even cuddle or like whatever it is. But um, yeah, like it's actually a bit wild. And I feel like people need to understand that as humans, we are going to be lonely. Even when you are married, you will be lonely. And that loneliness is not going to uh, be eliminated by an individual i feel like it's a spiritual thing you know what there's this book called um soulmates by thomas thomas more so what he says is that um you know soul a soul needs its food that's why you see people actually divorcing after being married for 40 years because it was a wrong marriage anyway um it was they got in there because of material things but they realized these times now in jay where you feel like i just want to go home i don't know but there's this feeling that is a soul that's when your soul needs Mm. its food but then when you're with a person you're going to wake up and just say you know what i wonder what have i been doing then like all these years with you i got nothing yeah i got nothing for you really it's a pity they learn it later. They learn it later. So do you think that's how people fall out of love? You think it's true? not even falling out of love. It's when your soul has heightened its need. It actually can drag you so much that you can quit your job and go home. People won't understand why you want to go home, but there is that feeling when you haven't been home. At the end of the day, yeah. think, people things always circle back home. Your soul will forever be with you. That's very true. You are a soul. A body is just a body. You are a soul. The entire you is a soul. Yeah. Larger, this was a wonderful conversation. I I love spiritual conversations. Um, I thank you for (laughs) gracing me with your presence again. I will catch my people in the next episode. Thank you.